hello welcome back to there you grow welcome back today i just realized something that we we didn't do on the last episode me too i realized just (laughs) as we started recording we normally like to start out our episodes with something we learned that week and i'll be honest it's for some reason so hard to think of something that you learned that week Mm mm-hmm and it's dumb because it's like, I want to hopefully be learning something every week. I like, I always want to have some form of takeaway to prove that I'm growing. And it's hard to put into words what it was that you learned that week. It's true. In fact, we should challenge you guys to, when you're listening to this podcast, try to always think of what you learned that week. Yes, I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. Like try to inwardly reflect on something that is your key takeaway. Yeah. Absolutely. So then we should do it. What did you learn this week? Okay. So what I learned this week, trying to figure out the right words for this. What I learned this week is that I need to be, I I always bring up patience, but patience in different ways. And I think what I need to do better at is being patient with situations as a whole. Um, like, and, and, and with myself, like, so some people already know, but you know, the person I'm, I'm dating, the person I'm with has children and I freaking love these kids. They're so awesome. And we have somehow been able to pretty much blend pretty effectively between all of us. You know, we all like each other. We all get along, mm-hmm. um, like pretty easily. And so I would say that it's, it's been a lot easier than I would have ever expected it to be. Um, but it's like, there's still moments where as someone who currently, like, I don't have any of my own kids, you know, and going from zero to three kids, it's like, I always constantly wonder, like, am I doing the right thing? Like, am I, am I doing okay? Am I doing what I should be doing? And so that gives me a source of anxiety sometimes just because I don't know how to perfectly blend into that. Mm -hmm. And so that's something that I've tried to be more patient with myself and recognize that, you know, where I think we're all doing okay. And, you know, we're, we're kind of keying off one another, how we should be behaving and, you know, hopefully that that's going okay. But that's something I always worry about for some reason. And I'm not like a rowdy, crazy person. Like I've, I try to just make sure that when I get asked things that are moments of teaching, I try to teach in the right way. Mm-hmm. honestly I'm so impressed on how you're doing honestly because that was a big change and like you're saying it's like you don't have your own biological kids so you're like learning as you go right right and it's like I always want it's this weird struggle between like wanting the kids to know that I am absolutely there for them 100% you know no matter what they need I will be there but without I don't want them to ever feel like I'm trying to overstep you know like I know that I'm not their mother and I'll never want to like take that role because they need their mother just like I need my mother you know and so it's hard to convey the love that I have for them without I don't know trying to like like I don't know how to do that to kids I guess (laughs) that makes sense at all always know that you know where you stand yeah yeah like I I want them to know that I know my place and my place can be whatever they need it to be you know that's so sweet of you like the way that you're so generous and understanding it's very admirable honestly 
Oh, thanks. You really, really, yeah. Well, that's a, honestly, patience is such a hard thing. So, we it all truly is. Work. It's something that just takes time, you know. Mm-hmm. And also, I feel like maturity too, because I I always struggled with patience, and I think as much as I tried, it also takes me getting a little older and more settled and all of that to start having more patience, you know. Right, right. And I do think, yeah. It's definitely a learning process. It really is, yeah. And there are some some things that even if we want to learn them, sometimes I feel like time does need to pass. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. You want to develop this skill tomorrow. Some things need for you to go through certain situations to like pressure, press, put pressure on you to make you that person or whatever, like compassion. Like you can't just say, I'm going to be more compassionate. Like sometimes things happen in your life that open your eyes to being, you know, sensitive to other people's issues and stuff. So not all is up to us. It's true. It's just not. Yeah. But uh, my lesson of the week is more simple this week and he's telling me so like Tofi doesn't like to play with toys right and it makes me sad that like he has nothing that he loves because like there's dogs that sleep with their little toys and things like that so I got him these pig ears they're like dried out and oh yeah obsessed with the ear he like eats it but then he also sleeps next to it like he's living his best life with this ear and adorable my heart yeah like I've never seen him he's also not possessive at all with his things like some dogs will growl if you're trying to touch their food while they're eating he's not like that at all with this ear he doesn't like growl or anything but I can tell that if I try to like take it away from him he like holds it with his paws very tightly (laughs) that's adorable and also he doesn't know that I have a whole bag of them so he thinks he's the last year he'll ever get (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's like trying to save it yes like enjoy it but also save it and treasure it like right animals grounds us so much like that's adorable yeah I love it so much so yeah, that's the lesson of the week. I love I'm that. To jump into this topic. Into- yes. So today we're going to be talking about women that inspire us mm-hmm. or women that have, you know, done something in their life that has caused us to, you know, kind of make a special place for them in our heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we pretty much have gathered four women each, maybe five if we have time, we don't know, uh, four women that have done something special to us. And I feel like as we talk about what inspired us from them, we're going to see that you can be inspired in different ways. And the truth is, like, not that long ago, women didn't have rights. So a lot of these women, they they really have given us so much. Like, we probably wouldn't even be renting our own apartment if we wanted to, if it wasn't because some of these women made huge sacrifices. They were so bold and brave. So I know for the ones that I chose, some of them, they didn't necessarily give us, like, a big contribution but maybe they they stepped up for their time they right right they were independent and they were some of the first women that we saw being independent and taking charge of their bodies their destinies and being fearless and that's something that really inspires me oh totally mm-hmm. I totally agree yeah do you, do you oh. want to jump into this do you want to start with one of yours 
Sure. So maybe I don't know why I chose her among all women. Maybe it has to do with the interview that just recently came out from Megan and Prince Harry. But someone that inspires me is Lady Diana. So what inspires me about her is when they got married, I just recently learned about the story of how she came to marry Prince Charles. Um, they, he really loved another woman, but there was never the right time for that. And he did kind of like Princess Diana at the beginning, but then he liked these other women, but he never, it kind of never came to really work out. And then he kind of they were pressuring him to really get married and he was with princess diana so uh he asked her to marry her and then once you put that out there publicly and the press knows about it especially like decades ago it was hard to like then take it back like dating is not that simple especially if you're a royal and years ago when things were more conservative and traditional so they got married and he was still talking to these other women who is actually who he's married to right now And Lady Diana, actually, she tried to work on it. And like, I think they were even going to therapy and stuff like that. But eventually, she knew that she was at a place where she was getting less than she deserved. And even though she had married into royalty, and in a way, people made her feel like she owes them something because she became a princess because of them. And obviously, she was living a comfortable life. If she had, let's say, like, shut up she would have had an easy life, but she wanted more than that. She wanted dignity for herself. She wanted to be with someone that wasn't cheating on her behind her back. And she wasn't going to settle for money or for a very better position and give up her self-respect for all of this. So she actually stood up for herself and divorced uh, Prince Charles. And then we all know what happened. Right, (laughs) right. It's disgusting. But, well, okay, we don't know what happened for sure, so I'm not going to imply what happened, but we all know the story, so. (laughs) Right, right. Something happened that was not good. (laughs) Yes, Um, but yeah, uh, she inspired, and also when when I look at videos of her, she seems like such a warm person, like a very genuine person, like, because she became a royal, she didn't really change, like, she was still very down to earth, and welcoming so she inspires me a lot and she was also very classy which I love right I totally agree yeah she was a it's funny because my grandma is from Scotland Mm. and I remember growing up um like Lady Diana stuff was something we would see around the house quite a bit Mm -hmm. like she would have magazines on it or reportings or you know, it it was definitely something that captivated her mind, just the whole situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very sad indeed. For sure. Who do you have? So for mine, I, let's see here, who should we start with? Um, I guess I'll start with the one that is like, kind of, I don't want to say cliche, but she's kind of a woman of the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, I chose Ruth Bader Ginsburg because I loved her before she was like, an icon you know in terms of like popular icons um but she was just like the coolest lady Mm. and I'm really sad that she passed away in fact when she passed away I was in Cabo and 
you know, we're there with like a whole group of people and like everyone's having a good time. And suddenly I'm crying (laughs) Mm -hmm. because she meant a lot to me in terms of like, I understood the work that she had done for, for everyone. And that her passing away at that moment actually could mean a lot of different things for, you know, who would be picked for the next Supreme court justice. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I remember there in Cabo, once people realized how big of a deal it was to me, we got to do a cheers to Ruth Bader Ginsburg at the table with all of our drinks. Yay. And it was like just the super cool, memorable moment. Um, but anyway, the reason why I've always liked her is because she did a ton of things for women that I didn't even realize until I had read one of her, um, you know, biographies. And before her state funded schools, they didn't have to even allow women to enter their schools. They couldn't sign a mortgage without a male co-signer. So like you said, we wouldn't even be in our own homes and apartments without a man if it weren't for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Mm. And that blows my mind. It blows my mind. And that was in 1974. What? Not that long ago. Oh, okay. That's Isn't that just like chilling to the bone? Like feeling. I just... I, I can't imagine, you know, mm-hmm. like I bought this house that I'm in now mm-hmm. and like, it was something that I thought about when I was signing the mortgage papers. I was like, this would not be possible for me to be an independent female figure. If it weren't for Ruth, mm-hmm. shout out to Ruth. Shout out to Ruth. Oh shout my out God. To Ruth. Yeah. She did just a ton of things like that where she basically just kind of leveled the playing field. That way women had a more equal opportunity. Mm-hmm. I love that. She's amazing. Totally amazing. All right. My next amazing lady is Coco Chanel. And I, well, first of all, I'm a fan of the brand. I don't own anything, <laughs> but I absolutely love the clothes. But she has such a fascinating story. So she, I think she was born in France or Switzerland, but she eventually moved to France. So either way, and she actually was born very poor, but she always had this idea that she wanted to have better for herself. And she eventually, like in the times that she was brought up, there was this thing where a man that had a lot of money would marry a woman that had a lot of money, but then it was accepted to have like a bunch of, side chicks but they would also live in the house or in another house that he had or something like he was accepted somehow I don't know if he was between like wealthy people or what but anyway so she moved in with this guy that also had a bunch of other girlfriends while he was married and the wife accepted it anyways so they were all wearing the corsets with the huge dresses and everything and she decided that she doesn't want to wear those clothes. And so she started wearing men's clothes and she started designing hats for being under the sun and pieces like that for women. And so women started thinking, why is it that I can't breathe on this thing while she's designing these like comfortable clothes that allow me to live and to like ride a horse and whatever yeah. they were doing those times. And just like that, like suit after suit, she revolutionized fashion and she started designing a lot of uh, really cool hats. I think she started with hats and then she went on to design a bunch of other things. And 
And I think just that moment of thinking, I'm not comfortable wearing these dresses that they make us wear. Why don't we wear what men wear? Because that seems so comfy. And being brave enough to wear that in front of everyone, I think that shows a lot of personality. And and sometimes I almost feel like it can go the opposite way now that it almost seems like to show strength in the workplace, you have to be a bit more manly. I think we, we're having a hard time with embracing our femininity. If you feel like that, like I do feel like that, like mm-hmm. I have my feminine side while being strong. It's like to be strong, you become more manly. And I want right. us to get to the place where we can be our feminine and in some cases like softer side and get strong and bring our unique skills to the table. And I feel like she she was kind of an example of that. And her heritage lived on. Like she still has like an empire. Obviously she's dead now, but but I think that was a small thing yeah. that made a big impact. Yeah. Ugh, I love that. That's a good one for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see. Who did I put down as my next one? Jennifer Garner. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know. I mean, I'm curious to see what you say about her. So I have, okay, growing up, mm-hmm. <laughs> I watched a ton of Jennifer Garner movies and I was obsessed with the TV show Alias, which I'm pretty sure I've mentioned before. Um, but basically she just played a role in a lot of films that were like at the perfect time of my age of watching that she was like just a badass female character you know um and so there's like the acting portion where like I think she's a cool actress but her is like a person is what I actually really admire so she is like a huge advocate um for save the children and a bunch of other nonprofits, mm-hmm. and she recently made her own company um what's it called once upon a farm I think Mm-hmm. and they basically make baby food that is in like these little pouches mm-hmm. that have like no added hormones sugars like it's like actual good natural baby food that is acceptable through WIC programs that way the people that are unable to buy like actual good food for their babies can actually have access to them mm-hmm. and so I admire the fact that she went through you know, making a business that I think can actually contribute to people's lives in a better way Mm. and finding a way to make it accessible for people. Um, But beyond that, I feel like she's one of those people that is like, I don't know, her on social media is hilarious. She is just very, she's very real. Um, Like she'll post pictures of her without makeup on and like her getting ready in the morning with, you know, her kids and she's making them breakfast mm-hmm. or she does like these fake cooking shows where it's just her in like her own kitchen that is like not pristine and it's got like kids stuff lying around it. And she's like an actual person. And I love that she has used her kind of her, her power of having a, a following Mm-hmm. To basically send out a good message and send out kindness and and like those good feel vibes you know she's she's like a genuine person I love that I have no idea about the the company I'm super impressed because I feel like a lot of times celebrities just try to create some very cheap items sell it for a lot of money because they know if they slap their name on it people are gonna buy it and they're just like creating 
pretty much bringing more crap to the market. But it's something that is more, that is genuinely using her influence to give something back. That's very amazing. I had no idea. Yeah, I freaking adore her. I think she's just like, she's adorably real. And I mean, she's gone through, so she was married to Ben Affleck. I know, he dropped the ball on that one. Right. And are you thinking, Ben? <laughs> they they have these kids together. And I mean, to I, I think this can be said for any kind of celebrity couple that goes through a very publicized divorce. But I feel like she especially has done a good job at like not giving in to media pressure to make it something dramatic, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and like it's talked about in, you know basically tabloids where pictures still get taken of them as like a family and they're still doing like cool co-parenting things that way they're doing the right things for the kids and I just like I don't know I just admire her ability to be a very genuine person in a world that is probably very difficult to live in sometimes where you always have somebody watching you and you always have pressures from you know the outside world as far as what you're supposed to be as is like a movie star but it, she just feels very genuine and I've always admired that you're right and to be honest she had set a such a chance to drag her ex-husband and she was super classy about it and I right loved- right she kept it classy yes and supportive I mean seems like yeah I mean yeah that was such a good example I like it Yep. So there, there's my shout out to Jennifer Garner. <laughs> you. Okay. So my next one is going to be controversial and, and actually stemmed from a conversation that I had at work with some coworkers. So my next inspirational woman is Hillary Clinton. And I know that we all know <laughs> that she's done a bunch of things wrong. And when the elections came around, when she, no, actually it was, oh, so a documentary came out about her on I think Hulu Uh, it's just called Hillary Clinton if you want to watch it and they touch on a bunch of the controversies that have uh, happened around her and her husband and all of those things and I really got to know a lot about her professional side which I didn't know I knew a lot of the scandals with blah 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 all the emails all that stuff but I really didn't know that for her age I think she was the only lawyer female in her class I think she graduated first in her class and she was working at a firm, being super independent. She didn't just drop everything to marry Bill. Like he really had to pursue her and like prove to her like that he's, you know, worthy of her. And like, she was very dedicated to her career and she didn't want to give it up because he was taking political positions and and I don't agree with everything she's done. However, every time that I see a woman paving the way, I think I owe her my respect because the truth is men have done a lot of things wrong in history. And we don't just like talk about that all the time. And that's the only thing we talk about them. Like it's yes, true. she's done bad things. We all know that. But same thing with men. Like most men in politics have done a lot of dirty things. so has she but we cannot take away how brave she was for her time how hardworking, how dedicated and how independent she was and I'm sure that that created a huge domino effect around her that opened tons of doors for other women around her so when we were talking at the in my office um 
we were talking about like all the things that she's done wrong and like I'm not like I don't know I, I wasn't a super fan of her campaign and all of that and I was saying that I still respect her a lot and everyone in the office was like men and I said that uh-huh. I cannot forget like may I never forget that I'm a woman and the only reason that I'm even sitting at this office is because women like her open doors for me so they have the privilege of not not respecting that but I don't like I'll never forget that it's been just because of her and a bunch of other brave women that I even have a job and I rent my own apartment so whether she's messed up or not I still owe her something you know so so she's on my list right I and I like that you made the the point that no, she's not been perfect and things have happened that are situations that we don't like. Mm-hmm. But like you said, freaking every other anyone here's the thing. <laughs> everyone makes mistakes in life. Mm-hmm. And if you're not someone that is involved at a very high political level mm-hmm. or someone that is so publicly, you know, acknowledged Others don't get to know about the mistakes that we make in life unless we tell them about it. Whereas these people, it's very widespread knowledge. And so sure, we're mistakes made, yes. But are mistakes made by men freaking every day? Yes. And I can guarantee you that it happened. Mistakes have happened by anybody who's ever held any kind of responsibility almost. Yeah, any kind of responsibility. The decisions they're making are not easy. Mm-hmm. And the lives that they're leading are not easy. And so shit happens. Yeah. And sure. I, I feel like when you're the only one of your kind in a group, you stand up more. It's like she was one of the first women. I mean, she was the, the first one to run for president. So like all eyes were on her. I feel like with men, like they didn't have the target that she did. And I'm not excusing her. Like, honestly, I'm not the, right. the biggest right. fan and I'm moderate in terms of politics so it's not like I'm all in for her and in any case but like still yeah yeah. I can despise her as a politician and still recognize her as a woman exactly who do you have next for me let's see I don't know why I keep having to go back to my list oh Sarah Landry who Mm. is a she is a basically an Instagram influencer Mm mm-hmm Um, but she kind of didn't start out that way she's very much um, like I don't know how to best describe she's a very blunt truth type of gal like she's always posting body positivity stuff Um, and she recently had a baby and she's been very open about like struggles she's been going through the things that aren't easy because I feel like especially when people have babies that's portrayed as all being like happy adorable cute Mm -hmm. time and none of the things that are an actual struggle for women are really brought up you know Mm -hmm. um and so I like that she's always very bluntly honest about the things going on in her life Mm -hmm. and I mean it's kind of her it's kind of what she's done as a job in order to make a living but you know being bluntly honest has definitely worked for her um she's on instagram as the birds papaya and so people probably recognize her under that name much better i looked her up i didn't know who she was but i can see some of her photos that she's showing with the yeah she's got like all these photos where it's like tummy rolls and stretch marks and things that women can actually identify with yeah 
And I've loved that she's someone that is very outward about the growth that she's gone through as a person, you know, because she, she talks about how um, she lost a lot of weight after having her kids previously and did a lot to kind of fit in with what she thought society expected of her mm-hmm. and then her growth from that point. And so I've just admired her, basically her passion for sharing her own story. And I've been able to find comfort personally and, you know, in her posts and some of the things that make me feel more comfortable in my own skin. I love that. Honestly, it shows you that anyone can make a big impact because some of these women that we're talking about, they're famous with huge, like, I'm not going to say accomplishments because it seems like I'm saying she doesn't, but like Nobel prizes, like all these. Yeah. Yeah. And and she started making posts and she's influencing a lot of people for the good. Right. Right. You know, we, we, it's, it's one of those things where we realize that as individuals, even though there are so many of us here on earth, it's sometimes hard to imagine that the power that an individual can have is great. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the way that we as indiv- individuals act with other individuals and the way that people actually do have an impact on us, you know, even just the people in our lives, the, you know, our family or our friends, that people definitely do make an impact on those around them and those that get the chance to see them. And I think that's an important thing to call out. Mm-hmm. I agree. Honestly, the people around you matter so much, the way they talk to themselves, the standards that they hold to themselves, because it you absorb that, like it bleeds onto you. Right, right. I love that. She's so candid. I'm looking through her photos. Yep. I really like her. I think she's just adorable and like she's had times where um I don't know she said something and then for whatever reason you know it it was frowned upon politically or you know whatever and like I can't I can't think of a specific one I can't remember there was a post that she made but she basically ended up coming back and being like this is what I learned from that post and like this is what I'm continuing to learn and I guess I've just admired her ability to also say my perceptions on this were either uneducated or without full knowledge. And so now I'm understanding things differently and I was wrong. Mm -hmm. And I think it takes a lot of, it takes a lot of strength and a lot of bravery for someone to come out and say that they're wrong about anything. And I think that if, if people were more, willing to do that and more I don't know if we can kind of create a an environment where people can come out and say that they're wrong more often I feel like that would be a very it would be very life-changing for everyone I think just because we're not all born with all of the knowledges we're all learning everyone's going to be wrong sometimes yeah but I would like for people to only apologize if they really feel it because I feel like yeah when people are called out they go quickly and try to like erase it and like apologize and a lot of people there's no way you change your mind the same day or even in 10 days like ideas that are like in your core they're hard to change because we usually reach them through experiences that we've gone through in our life the way we were raised like there's some deep stuff so I feel like sometimes people are bullied into apologizing for their beliefs or what they said and 
I'm not super for that. But I, I mean, mm. it takes a strong, a strong person in general to stand by that, even though people are bullying you. So I get why they do it. But I would like for people to be able to express themselves, you know. And yeah, yeah, I totally agree. You did you say one now or was that me? Uh, I think I think you have one more. Okay, yeah, and then I have one more. Okay, perfect. Um, so my next one is Marie Curie. How do you say in English? Because we usually just say like that. Marie Curie, Marie. I, I think yeah, Marie Curie. Yeah, Marie Curie. Okay. Um, yeah. So she was. Uh, she has two Nobel prizes for physics. And she was one of the first, in fact, I think she was the first woman to have a Nobel Prize um, in a time where women weren't really in science. And as a woman in science myself, I feel very inspired by her because I'm sure it wasn't easy to navigate that world of just men. In fact, these days we still talk about it, how hard it is to like be maybe a mechanical engineer where it's all men. Imagine being her, like it's there oh were probably any women working at all. And she was like studying chemistry and physics and all these things amongst men, which I'm sure they weren't really supportive to her. But also she's one of the only two people ever to win uh a Nobel Prize in two different fields. So not just women, but like in general, she's the only one of two people to get that. Um, and the first one ever to get two Nobel Prizes. So so she helped us so much in terms of science and she opened a lot of doors. I, I would have loved, loved to talk to her when she was alive and just like get her side of the experience that she got, like how she got through it, like was she just very introverted and she didn't mind not having like friends in the field? Was she just very strong and determined? Like, was it all the love for physics that pushed her forward? Uh, but in any case, we continue to celebrate her every year and she's very inspirational to me. Oh, that is amazing. Like thinking about um, when you said it, what would it be like for her in a, in a field where she, it's just her and a bunch of men. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because like, Coming from, I don't know, sometimes we talk about this podcast from empowering women and we don't hate men. So I'm just throwing that out there. hundred oh, <laughs> percent. I don't hate men, but like I have personally, I went to a conference for work and it was a tech conference. And I remember sitting on this bus, so school bus sized, you know, you can fit like 60 people in there. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was the only woman on that bus. And I remember recognizing that I was the only woman on that bus. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of crazy t- to me because it does show that there are still disparities and inequities in terms of opportunities for, for women in those fields. It's like a weird thing. Yeah. It's weird because I mean, there's still like a huge push on, on making sure that women have their space in tech and that they have their ability to, you know, grow in that field. But it's, it's hilarious to me because I remember a couple of years prior to that, um, some women from an organization approached me and asked if I wanted to be part of this women in tech group. Mm-hmm. And at that time I was just barely in the field and I was, you know, kind of confused as to what they meant because I hadn't yet seen 
a time where I felt like I was singled out as being the only woman, you know, it, I just hadn't had the opportunity to see it. And so I wasn't really, their, their message to me didn't quite hit. Mm. And then when I was there on that bus, I was like, oh, this is what they're talking about. <laughs> like this does exist. Like if you get into a larger group, there's definitely a disparity. Mm-hmm. And the thing too is like by the time that she was, Marie Curie was in the field, think about like women were not respected. We didn't have a place in society. Like I'm not even sure. I don't think we were even able to vote. We were pretty much property to men. So it's not even like she, her being in this time doing that is her being in that time doing that. Right, it's right. Like for Which them, it's like a donkey on a tear. Like that's how little they respected women and she still pulled through. Yeah. Ugh. Freaking amazing. Yeah, Marie Curie is one that I also was going to pick as well. She's someone that always, you know, kind of came to mind just because she's, I don't know, like what, what a firehouse to be able to like go out there and accomplish the things that, that she did with kind of the time period that she was in and, you know, the environment that she was in. It's just, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. And like, I'm reading through now the times that she was denied to work at certain places because of sexism. And Mm. I can't imagine being denied the ability to do work that I know I have proven myself to be able to do just because I'm a woman and Mm -hmm. then still continue to, to try, you know? Yeah. And there I say this anticlimactic because we're talking about how smart she is. But looking through her photos, she was also wearing these hats. She was wearing nice dresses. Like she also liked clothes. We love a woman that can do both. Yay. We do love a woman that can do both. <laughs> Show them. While we were on talking, um, I saw another one that was like a Coco Chanel quote. Mm-hmm. And it said a girl should be two things who she wants to be and what she wants to be. And oh, I love that. I love, I that. love that. Yeah. And I mean, like, you know, same for guys though. Like mm-hmm. that's just it is that guys should be able to be who and what they want. We're not yeah. saying humans. Like, yeah. Yeah. Anyone should be able to do who and what they want. And I, I actually have, um, it looks like a little nameplate, but it says feminist on it. Mm-hmm. And I used to put it up at my desk at work and my old boss like came over and called me out on it because his perception of it was that it was like pro woman anti man. Oh my gosh, Did just you- like what a man thing to do, right? <laughs> what am I? Yeah. So I I quickly educated him on the fact that that's not that's not what it means. Mm-hmm. You know, it means a level playing field for all. Should we in another episode talk about feminism? like clearing those things out and like our perspective or do you think that's too political you know I say we do it because it's just that's all this podcast is is like our perceptions of things Mm -hmm. and so yeah like why not why not let's totally do it I think we should do it okay what's your next one okay my next one is Jane Goodall Oh, yeah. And Jane Goodall, if you don't know, she is the woman that is known of, um, she went and spent time with chimpanzees mm-hmm. in Africa mm-hmm. and she was super young when she actually got to go out and she just basically 
studied the chimps in their natural habitat. Um, super awesome. She ended up, let's see here, she had 60 years study of social and family interactions in wild chimpanzees. And I can't, I can't imagine doing anything for yeah. 60 years. And so like, what an accomplishment. But what I loved is that she not only did this because she wanted to do it, but she she allowed herself to have a life outside of that at the same time. Mm. So her spouse, um, I think the one that she ended up having her kids with, she was married twice, but her spouse at the time um, was like a photographer. And so he traveled with her somewhat. And then they ended up having some kids and the kids would actually go back to Tanzania with her and like grow up there in the jungle with the monkeys. Wow. And like, so the kids got to be exposed to kind of a different lifestyle. And I think that that is so cool. There's pictures of like her holding the monkeys and like the baby monkeys playing with her son. And like, what a cool experience yeah. to, I don't know, to like choose your own story mm -hmm. and live your life in a way that you want to live. Because I think a lot of people expected that when she had kids, she was going to go home and be like, wife of the house and like a homemaker and all that jazz but she chose to do things her way and I love that I love that yeah I think uh I love examples of women that had kids and still continue to pursue their dreams and it's true that I do think that as women we do have an instinct to care for I mean we we carry for nine months children in our belly of course we're gonna have a super special connection and we want to mother the kids right but mm -hmm. I don't know it inspires me to see that women that can do both and that don't like how do you say like um they don't box themselves into this yeah. one idea yeah. of what they should be you know because the truth right, is right men also become parents <laughs> they also become fathers right, right. And you don't see them exactly. dropping everything so right and it doesn't mean that like that's not the only way to do it I mean if if you're personal desire and calling is is to go and be in the home I think that's totally fine yes I think there's just you do what's right for you exactly yeah but what, it's, it's making the brave choice to do something different than what is and was originally expected mm -hmm. yeah yeah and what I meant when I said you don't see men dropping everything is like they're not expected so if they want to continue to work no one is looking down on them like they should be at home. And I feel like it should be the same for women. Like right. you have to work. If you feel like you want to be a mom and stay home, that's totally fine. But don't feel like you have to drop it to be a mom. You know, like I think it should be the same for both. Right, right. That's It's more about that, that equal playing field, you know. Exactly, exactly. That level of equality for sure. I have one more if we have time. I yeah, let's do it. This one is more pop culture-y, but actually I'm super inspired by Rihanna. I never yes. really realized her like until I, I don't know why, but like a year ago. And then I started looking more into like everything that she's been doing because I know she created Fenty for like uh, makeup and like uh, skin products. And then she also has her lingerie brand. And she's also doing music, but also I love how she carries herself. Like 
she has fluctuated in weight and I feel like people have been like saying nasty things about it for her but she's never stopped taking care of herself like I can tell that she's been loving herself through all her ups and downs and she continues to wear whatever she wants to show up like the boss that she is and that inspires me a lot because I feel like as women we're super scrutinized about our looks and our bodies and everything and and she's just like I don't know it's like oh there's more sides to me than my body. And like, I'm going to take care of all of them. And if my body changes as a result, I'm still going to love myself. And that, I just love that so much. I love that too. You know, what's crazy. (laughs) So I Googled Rihanna just because like, as we talk through these, I like to be able to kind of look through and see some things. And one of the suggestions was Rihanna wait. I'm telling you that they like, and I'm just like, what the, like, I could freak out right now. Like that's, that's what we're going to worry about is, is her gravitational relationship to the earth. Seriously. I'm sorry. Like get out of town. Get out of here. She's done so many things. And yet because she put on some pounds, some LBs, good old LBs. Like what the hell? I just I'm bothered. I'm super I was super bothered when I saw it. And honestly, she looked great in both. I'm not just saying that, like she looks bomb in both. Yeah, exactly. Like live your damn life. Like who cares what you weigh? Seriously. I'm getting getting riled up. (laughs) Seriously. Like I feel like when men put on weight, it's almost like a sign of like they're like more mature more settled if we put on weight is like jesus women how sad is that jeez oh oh i'm fired up yeah yeah i really like rihanna as well i think she's rad like i like when um there's like some i can't remember so i'm gonna botch it but there was some interview somewhere where she gets asked uh if she's like dating anyone or if she's found the right one or something like that and she was like I think I'm the one for me and I freaking love it. It's like the same thing as um, the singer Lizzo. Mm -hmm. She has some song. I can't remember what it's called. Now I have to find it really quick. Uh, Let's see here. Lizzo. Shoot. Why is this so hard to find when you're. I know. (laughs) Oh, it's called Soulmate. Oh, I love that song. I love that song. It's like she's singing about herself because she's her soulmate. And I freaking yeah. love it. I I'm love just like, get it, girl. Get yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she's awesome. I like her for sure. I, like I just, awesome. I like any women that can decide that they are going to be enough for themselves, mm-hmm. you know? And that's like, that's proof of why we should all make that decision. Like, I don't know. And I know it's a hard decision to make because I still struggle with it. You know, I know it's not cut and dry, but I I hope that one day there's a world where all of us women can be like, I'm enough, you're enough. And we're all chilled together. And that'll be rad. I love that. Also with Rihanna, she has this like lingerie line and she does uh, catwalks. You would say that, right? Catwalks for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And she, for the first one ever, she chose super diverse models, not just in terms of their skin color, but also their bodies, their level of ableness. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like it was super diverse and it was super cool to watch. I remember that because there was huge backlash because Victoria's Secret has always. What is Victoria's Secret like- doing? Oh my God. <laughs> Thank yeah. You yeah. I know. And I remember around that time period, I was like, Hey, they're absolutely right. And you know, what? I have not bought a single pair of -hmm. Victoria's secret anything since then, because I'm like, no, I'm not supporting that. I'm not supporting that that agenda. (laughs) That agenda is not right for me. Mm -hmm. And so no, that's no for me. Hard pass on Victoria's secret until they change their ways. Yeah. Yeah. They need that being said though, can we talk about the cost of lingerie? Yes, of course. Why like, is what's it so expensive? Oh my god! Like I, I am buying practically nothing here. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is it so much money? It's I ridiculous. don't understand. Almost like we can get by without it. Like <laughs> they're just putting us in a corner. And if you want, yeah, to yeah. like seriously, a painting can go for ten bucks. It's insane how expensive things are. I remember I wanted to get. Um, I can't remember. It was like some sexy little outfit because mm-hmm. I think it's fun to like dress up and match your underwear. Oh. Yeah, like it's super fun to like have something that you just feel good in, you mm-hmm. know, not even for anyone else, but for you. Right. And I remember I found it on like some online site. I went to buy it and it said one size fits all. And Ooh. I just laughed for days and <laughs> did not make the purchase because I knew for a fact that one size yeah. does not fit all how but how can it like like who's writing that yeah I don't understand like how how far have you tested this one size fits all because <laughs> who are these people <laughs> if there's any life lesson I've learned it's that one size does not fit all or like Definitely. I'm not all Definitely. I don't fit in that one size fits all I mm. bought Amazon clothes that said one size fits all and I quickly learned that they were wrong it doesn't work and if it were to work it just there's no way it fits right like it would be just because it's like this huge blob or something that just would cover anyone but there's no I don't know there's no way we should do (laughs) we should do a whole like photo line of the times that I've bought things that were one size fits all please do it's like not good oh my god well those are some amazing women they are amazing women that's the thing is like that's only just like a tiny glimpse like it was hard to pick mm-hmm, people to talk about because I feel like there's so many amazing women out there and I don't know we should do one now on like women that we know that aren't famous that's true we didn't address just like that. women from yeah. our community mm-hmm. and talk like more closely knit to home just because I can think of so many people that I know that others don't know that have made a huge impact on my growth and my ability to become who I am today. I agree. Let's definitely do that. Let's put it on our I like when we come up with our next podcast episode, like on the podcast. Same. And we still have so many. Yeah. (laughs) We do have so many. And you know what? Still, we've said it on every single episode, probably. If you have something you want to hear of from us or some kind of conversation you want us to have, give us a shout out. Let us know. We'll totally do it. Yes. As you see, we have no boundaries. We go to every topic. <laughs> so. We just talked about lingerie. So <laughs> Exactly. 
you know, this is, this is our life. This is our story. This is our pod. You tell us what to do. We'll probably do it. I know that. Thanks for joining us on today's conversation. Thanks for joining us. This was a good one. Yes. And we'll see. Until next time. Yes. Take care, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye.